Hey everyone, Fran here. This game could be your life. Back with episode three. This is a good one. It's interesting. It's a good example of what Urban Shadows does well and what it does not so well. If you want to hear me talk more about that, stick around after the outro music and I'll get into that a little bit. It's a cool episode though because we get to uh, see the guys on their home turf a little bit about what makes them tick. Um, and learn a little bit about them. They're not so much bang, bang, bang on the run like they were in the first two episodes. So listen to it. Let us know what you think. We know you're out there. We know it's not just Christian and Kirill. There are other people. So let us know uh, what's up. Give us a review. Good, bad. Email. I think we've got like Twitter and Instagram and some other ways to get in touch with us. But whatever. You do you. One other thing to mention. Uh, we've got a playlist out on Spotify. Um, this game could be your life season four if you want to listen to it. it's a bunch of songs I threw together when I was brainstorming for the season kind of creating NPCs thinking of a little bit of a mood in my head so it's not so literal that things in the music are going to pop up in the season but if you're so inclined to hear some kind of like creepy music some aggressive street level music give it a listen I think you can just like search for the name of this podcast which is this game can be your life Surprised at how few people like them. I love Bloody Mary. Me too. Oh, I don't I care Bloody, Bloody Mary. It's Bloody Mary. fucking mind. horseradish in it. Oh. If it was just like horseradish with a straw in it, I would just drink that. You want it real spicy. Definitely. You guys like um, like those beers that are like clam juice, tomato, and beer? No. no. A little so, clamata? I do like it, the clamata. You know, <laughs> I had a michelada last week. I was in Miami last week. Oh, we. Look at you. What's Will yeah. Smith like? I think yeah, you mean Miami. What's up with was, Pitbull? He was glamorous. <laughs> Pitbull was glamorous. Everybody was looking fly. Uh, you know, driving hundred thousand dollar cars. That's a place I felt That's very true. out of place. Really? In Miami, yes. Huh. I like instantly. I go there and I'm just like, yeah, I'm fly too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> were you playing music, Joe, like or were you I'm on vacation? No, nah, just me and Jane just went for like four days. I love it there, man. Did I you hit the club, dude? City. No, we didn't even hit the club, but you just like walk down the street. That whole fucking city's a club. Like you're just walking down the street. Everything's colorful. I like beautiful. Uh, little Havana with some food. But then we went to like South Beach and like slowly drove our rental car around. And it was like, oh, wow. that's not the way to be in South Beach. No, because yeah. we were really going somewhere else. And then we just kind of hung out in Miami. We saw a baseball game and hung out there for like one night. And, uh, we couldn't, yeah. yeah, it was not for us. It was not, not you can't, my city. You can't really, like, vibe with it that way. So, no. like, what we did was, like, we got an Airbnb in South Beach. And if you're, like, staying in South Beach, like, you barely have to enter a vehicle. Like, you're never more than, like, five minutes from the beach. Like, you just walk out your front door. Like, you go to some nice restaurant for lunch. You walk over to the fucking beach. You hang out at the beach for a minute. You gotta go to the bathroom. Go back to the place. Why not? Then walk right back to the beach. It's Shit that close. Road. You piss in a Lamborghini or something. That you can piss like... in a Lamborghini. Whatever. Did you, did you pour some beer out for Versace? Versace? 
Yeah, didn't he get murdered in Miami? I don't know. Right. Who's Versace? On a houseboat? No, Versace is like the famous fashion designer. I'm surprised you don't know this. Oh, like the actual guy, the fashion designer guy. Gian- Gianni Versace. Is that his name? These names, like the fashion names, you forget that they're like, or I do anyway, that like they're actual people. So you know that the, the guy who killed him, right, Andrew Cunanan, um, killed someone in New Jersey, like probably a half mile from my parents' house. I remember it was, I was 16. Yeah, I remember. And, uh, yeah. And like, I was 16, like living at home and all these fucking cop cars come rolling by like a hundred of them. I'm like, this is something new. And yeah, it was crazy. Just like a random act of violence. Like he just pulled into this like national park and shot this poor dude. Didn't he Great kill man. someone else too? Like he was making his way down the coast or maybe it's just he, he killed, killed like five in... people uh-huh. in total. Get it in, man. Yeah. Get so it in for him, he... that boat of us. Yeah. When, where was Versace in this uh, list? He was the last one. And then they busted him? And then he killed himself. Oh, wow. Banter. You know, guys, look, we slid right back into it so easily. Yeah, yeah, good for us. Have you guys had Joe? Have you had the Impossible Burger yet? Um, yeah, I've had that burger. Thoughts? It's impossibly good. It's decent. It's tasty. Beyond Burgers, wherever I've seen it. I don't fuck with the Beyond Burger. One time, I had the Beyond Burger at a place I won't say the name of, and it like um, Docks National Mechanics, but uh. It um, it left like a weird taste in my mouth all day. It was what's, weird. What's the one that everyone's like losing their shit over? I think I they. It seems like everybody always talks about both of them. At the Which same one time. bleeds? Ah, uh, that's that's beyond me. Okay, that's the one that everyone loves. Yeah, it's with just, the beet, beet, it's just it's, beet juice. It's really yeah. good. I mean, people like, are fucking into it, man. They're tricked. Yeah. That's how easily people are tricked. Like, oh, I want blood. <laughs> Fuck, I'll settle for beet juice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good about this. Yeah. I want to drink sure. beet juice from a replica of my enemy's skull. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm waiting for those. I'm waiting for the Burger King's about to have vegan Whoppers with them shits. I'm all, cool. I'm all about that. You don't need Carl's. Carl's Jr. already has a fucking Beyond Burger burger. When is the last time you guys went to a Burger King and I got a to, burger? That's the, like, the I mean, only Joe, fast probably... food place I go to because they're the ones that have a veggie burger at every one. The last time we went, Shannon got a fish sandwich and ended up throwing up for four hours in the bathroom. <laughs> like, middle of the night, just woke up, like, oh, God, and just puked for four I hours. Went, I went, I was going to Lowe's or some shit, and I, like, was hungry, and I stopped and got a burger. And there was, like, a quarter inch of ma- mayonnaise. Oh, God, yeah. No, it's so much mayonnaise, and I fucking hate mayonnaise. And that's, like, standard on the burger? That's their so sauce. So much mayonnaise. That's, like, that's their burger sauce is just wet mayonnaise. You probably got a, you probably got a rookie mayonnaise applicator working that day. It's probably just a Delco burgers. <laughs> hey, put the put lots of mayo on it. <laughs> I haven't had Burger King in God knows how long. That's just not. It's it's not one of your ones. It's not, man. I'll, I'll take a McDonald's over a Burger King any day. But Burger King is fucking. I don't know who goes to it. Who eats it? Like, how do they stay in business? If I was eating meat, I'd be with you, friend. But um, they got those veggie burgers, so I go to Burger King. All right. Let's let's get down to it. Enough ban. I've changed my stance on ban. <laughs> oh no! No ban. <laughs> so I'm off. No more ban. Let's talk about Star Wars. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to just switch to the Star Wars role playing game? There should be. <laughs> there should be a Star that. Wars made entirely out of cat 
like acted all out by cats, then we would have a solid podcast. You know? <laughs> and then they all fuck Princess Leia. I think I firmly believe now that um, after like trying to watch the last Star Wars movie again, these fucking ones are worse than the prequels. I like the prequels now because of how bad these movies are. Get out of here, Joe. They're not Fuck much better. They're better, but they're not much better. They're they're both yeah. bad in different ways. Kind of, we're doing it. Look, what we're fucking doing it. <laughs> uh, uh, the prequels are bad in a stupid way. The <laughs> the episodes episode seven through nine or seven and eight are bad in a serious way. Like like they're very earnest, but they're fucking stupid. I don't want to ask, but I would like you to rattle off each and every break you have with these movies because I've enjoyed them ever since I saw K two S O. But he's in one of the standalone. That's a good movie. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. Fuck yeah, you're right. Yeah, all the each of the each of the ones in between is pretty good. Fuck. Have you guys seen Endgame? I did. Yeah. What do you guys think? I haven't seen it. Uh, it was good. I enjoyed yeah. it. A good finish to the Yeah, I mean, they had thing. so many balls in the air, and they were trying to do so much shit. Considering all of that stuff, it was kind of exactly what I like figured it would be, and it, it was enjoyable. Yeah. I liked it. There was some cool stuff. They brought it together. Yeah. You guys are going to get Not a movie I necessarily... I'm going to take out my headphones. Oh, you I haven't seen it. I am not yet. Yo, there is one thing, Fran. Like, there was one, like, aspect of this movie that gave me hope that uh, Better Ray Bill was coming. Oh, well, that was the last movie they kind of, I thought, that uh, with Stormbreaker. That's the thing, yeah. And then, you know, the hammer comes back in play. Now, all of a sudden, there's two Thor weapons in play. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Better Ray Bill's coming. He's that just going to be, be like, locked up on Thanos' ship. He's going to come out. He's going to get that hammer. Nah. <laughs> that would be nah, cool. not. No. Fucking Beta Ray Bill, that would be cool. Spoiler alert: No Beta Ray Bill. No. <laughs> do you guys know? Do you guys know who Beta Ray Bill is? No. He's the guy who looks like Thor but has a horse face. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> One of the weirdest. Like literally. Oh he has the head, yeah. He has the face of a horse, but is Thor otherwise? Yo, That's he. Awesome. The story arc that introduces him is like superb comic writing. Like it is remarkably good you wouldn't think it. it's like oh it's horse face thor and i always knew who that guy was i was like what the fuck thor it's like the most bizarre premise there's no way horse face thor is gonna be cool and i'll tell you what he fucking rules he cool <laughs> he cool he cool, he cool. <laughs> like that was like comics like i had as a kid where like you know i didn't have the whole arcs or anything i would just have comics here and there like random ones and like i had a couple that were like better ray bill and i would be like this is Thor, but it's not Thor. What the fuck is this? Like, I couldn't wrap my brain around it, but it was so, like, captivating. The three-year run, Walt Simonson's, like, three-plus-year three run on Thor, where Beta Ray Bill gets introduced and stuff, is, like, the best. It's so, so fucking good. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well. All right. So here we are, guys. So last time, um, at the behest of the mysterious patron fueling the powers behind Kurt, you guys wiped out a little nest of drug dealing vampires in Center City, an apartment building right at the intersection of uh, uh, Juniper between Latimer and Irving, the building there. And you guys didn't fuck around. Um, good old Randy sniffed his way up the staircase, led you guys right to where you wanted to go, and you took these people out. It was messy. You made a, a big show of it, but Nino the vampire, you let him live. His arm was torn off as he pulled out his assault rifle. Um, you sent a message to him, uh, Kurt, 
that he needed to stop what he was doing. People were onto him. He needed to drop that shit. You're still not entirely sure what was going on with this heroin he was dealing. It seems like it may have been mixed up with the deceased Lyndon Storm or something, but none of that's your fucking business. And you guys got out of there. You went up to the roof. Some of the flaming motorcycle built for three. Um, no sidecar, right? Single long seat. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so extra, extra long. A banana uh, seat. Big old banana seat. A mm-hmm. sissy bar? That's a thing, right? Yeah, it's a bar that's on the back. Yeah. So yeah. who's on that? I'll um, be on it. You got, I'll be on it. You got Carl on the sissy bar. A long flaming motorcycle um, speeding off into the night. The hot, sultry Philadelphia evening. A mess mm. below you. Um, as you guys peel off carnage below, you hear the sounds of fire. The word picture you're painting. I can feel the exact level of humidity you're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah, it's actually cool. It's cooling. Recall it, but I being I, on the the flaming motorcycle is actually cooling you down a little bit, <laughs> lowering your core temperature. You hear the wail of police sirens clearly speeding in the direction of the building um, that you had just vacated. So the three of you are borne aloft by some demonic power carl uh how do you feel about this this isn't really your cup of tea uh, i mean the murder the mayhem certainly as you live for this shit but uh the rest of this flying motorcycles you're more of a, a car guy uh consorting <laughs> with demons you've got a werewolf dog man in front of you i think you're probably got your arms around him my tail is whipping you in the face <laughs> oh, that's Peter. right you're 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 in the that's right you're still a dog form yeah uh, you know you know it's, uh, everything's on a continuum there. You know, you got your good guys, your bad guys. Who's who's to say who's who? You know, but vampires, they don't fuck around. I'm okay with what happened tonight. You know, it's not the first time, probably won't be the last time. I'm not super happy about letting, uh, Nino live there. But what are you gonna do? You know? Um, you know, demons, you know, sometimes you gotta make a deal. You know, to get out of there. What are we going to do? I'm not going to jail. Are, are you talking to me? Who, who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> I just wrap my arms around him tighter and nestle, nestle my uh, face into its fur. You can smell the death on him still. Uh, Randy, you had taken the life of two young women on the staircase. Yeah. They screamed out in terror, barely even got a word out for their throats were ripped out. And you could smell, taste the blood and the death still on them, Carl. Uh, mixing with your own blood, you did receive a shot to your back. Um, no, nothing major, uh, but it certainly doesn't feel good. It's going to take a little recovery. So you guys are off into the night. Uh, where are you taking this thing, Kurt? Um, I guess I'm just going to... How about I just uh, How about I just drop you fellas off? Well, where do you live? I live above a butcher shop in Port Richmond. All right, I'll drop you two off in Port Richmond, and then I'll just go home, huh? Oh, would you mind uh, swinging me by Whitman uh, on your way home? I don't actually remember where you were. Are you in West Philly? I'm not telling you where I live. Uh, oh, that's cool. That's really cool and mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, you can take uh, you can take the bus. You can take. I'm the not driving. Fifty-seven. <laughs> Seven. That's what I'm thinking of. You You'll be like the bus. third weirdest thing on that bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to Port Richmond and then to South Philly on my flying magic motorcycle. <laughs> that would take me 
three minutes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you two, you two can rock paper scissors for whether I go to Port Richmond or South Philly. Hey, why don't you uh, just stay with me tonight, there, uh, Randy? All right, but I'm calling in that. Di- I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I'll, 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 I'll do that. That sounds fun. Yeah. All right, then you swing uh, down to Port Richmond, above the uh, butcher shop, drop off. Carl, you've got a nice little hideout there, Carl. I do. Um, as being a hunter, I can take some, like one of my hunter moves, I can take a safe house and um, I can pick a couple of things. So I have a safe house above the butcher shop with a, a mystical prison, fortified walls and windows and doors, and expl- explosives set the blow to place. So is the butcher shop active or is it kind of like it's yours too and just like a closed place, a little bit of a front? Yeah, it's a front. It's a front. Okay. Maybe you make this, a couple bucks around the holidays or something. Yeah, you know, I make some Polish treats and sure. uh, when I can. Uh, Kurt, real Kurt, do you remember the time for New Year's we went, uh, we got all those pierogies from Port Richmond? Uh-huh. And we did like Polish New Year's and we ate like an absurd amount of like, <laughs> and they, they were all written in Polish and I'm, like my wife and I weren't even sure what we were buying. Like some of them yeah. were just filled with sauerkraut. And the ones that were filled with meat tasted like tainted meat. It was like bologna, like yeah, it was like it was like oh, it was very weird. It wasn't the best. I'm surprised any Polish person has survived New Year's. That sounds fucking terrible. It was awful. Well, everyone talks that shit up, dude. It's like oh, you got to go up there and get like fucking pierogi. I've never had a really good, really, really good pierogi. Like every time I'm super excited, and then like I'm like, "Eh, is this a lot? There's a lot of mashed potatoes in here. That's <laughs> true. Sometimes like you get the ones potatoes. that are only mashed potatoes. Like, nobody wants that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good, actually. It's like one of them is good. You're a natural contrarian. You don't need to eat that many. So you drop these guys off then over um, in Port Richmond. And then, Kurt, you head over uh, back to your place in its undisclosed location. Um I assume at some point you just kind of collapse the motorcycle. You, you drive. It's it's street legal too, I guess. Yeah, um, it just um, sort of folds itself back up into hyperspace where it's stored. All right, so you guys then head back to your homes. Randy and Carl goes hunger down for the evening in Port Richmond. You're not crazy, Randy, about leaving your territory for the evening, but you are a bit of a vagrant, a bit of a wanderer. Certainly not the first time that you've done something like this. Um, you guys settle in then for the evening. Sure. You got uh, some wounds to heal, Carl. So you uh, try to get some rest. Um, I can look them for you if you'd like. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. I go over and around his back. I'm shirtless, and uh, you know Carl comes from uh, like Nordic descent, and he's got like crazy runes tattooed all over his body. Like chopper style, you know, just like obscene amounts of, you know, inscriptions and runes. You know what I heard? I heard that dogs' mouths are actually cleaner than humans' mouths. (laughs) You're probably right. I mean, you haven't seen me go up my own ass. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so then you guys head back to your places uh, and get some rest. Kurt, you're feeling good. Job well done. Thanks. No, no, not you. <laughs> I'm going to do that all season. Oh, please, please do. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, all right, so you guys all uh, settle in. Kurt, the next day, you're out. Are you in Sanderson? You don't have to give us an exact location. What part of the city are you in? 
Uh, I'm out and about. I'm probably walking around. Um, I'm probably walking around Center City, the West Side shopping area. All right. So you like to treat yourself a little bit if their job well done. You got some cash in your pocket. You are out the next day, sleep in a little bit, then head out, walking around, doing some shopping. You see a car pull up next to you, kind of uh, an older model sedan, nothing special. The windows tinted out. Um, it's got an Uber sign in the window. You don't remember calling for one, but you know that it's here for you. Pulls up, pulls up on the curb next to you. Your phone actually. Uber gives an alert or something when you're this an alert pops up on your phone that your driver's here. There mm-hmm. you go. You got through it. Good job. <laughs> um, shit. It's you know it's an Uber strike today. I did. I I saw a whole fucking bunch of them though. How dare yeah. they, Joe? How wanna... dare they strike? I bet it was all the cops just ordering cars. Yeah, probably they would be the ones crossing the picket line, even oh, though they're in a dumb fake union themselves. But anyway, I get in the car. Uh, you get in the car. Um, you step in. And for an Uber, this thing is fucking filthy. Um, there's like crumbs all over the place. Uh, looking into like the front passenger seat. There's a couple God, I hate it. crumpled up Wawa bags. And, Are you uh, describing my real car? Are you describing <laughs> Jeff's real car? And I've Jeff, been in that and, car. And you look over and Jeff is driving. A gigantic <laughs> fat man with stupid tattoos all over his driving. Let's do it. I start. I pull out my phone and I start looking for ways that you can like rate the ride while you're still in it, seeing if there's some way I didn't know. Yeah, there's a, a little go around. You could do that. But I want to um, give it one star. So it smells inside. It's like ashy. It's like a heavy like brimstone scent to it. Um, you notice there's some dry cleaning hanging up in the back in a bag, and there's like a, a metal silver box um, in the back seat as well. Um, in the front seat, driving it like a thin man. With dark hair, it's got a little bit of like almost like a Hitler mustache, kind of a dr- drawn-in face. He takes a different form from time to time. This is your man, though. This is your patron. Oh shit! Um, kind of looks over his shoulder back at you. Good job taking care of Nino. You've done well, Curtis. Hey, I'm, uh, it's my pleasure, boss. He's got like heavy dragon breath that's wafting towards you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're a little bit repulsed by this guy, huh? But the power, the power yeah. he's offered you and you've seen is, it's tantalizing. Yeah, sometimes I wonder, you know, with the power he has, if he takes these forms just to fuck with me. Knowing knowing my personality and my proclivities. It's possible. So uh, as soon as you get in nervous. and, and uh, close the door, uh, you notice you try to give him this like negative bad rating and it just won't click. The phone is just like loading, bad connection or something. It just won't go through. And he's heading east now, taking you down Chestnut in the direction um, of Old City. Mm-hmm. So how how are you doing, Curtis? Did you enjoy, well, did you enjoy yourself? Well, yeah, sure. You, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, well, geez, boss, you know, um, I love, uh, you know, I love working for you. I love the relationship we had. I had a good time uh, out on the job last night. Uh, I, I think it went well. Did, you yes. think it went well? I think it went excellent. That's You've done great. a very good job. And I know I know that you like nice things, so I picked something up for you. Over there in the bag on the hangers. Oh, jeez. He gestures to the, the dry cleaning. Oh, jeez. Thanks, boss. Uh, yeah, can I can I take a look right oh, now? Please, go ahead. I pull it down and I, uh, I look. There's a couple of like really nice pressed, dry, clean sweatsuits. 
<laughs> these are pretty. Uh, these are pretty fly. Yes. They're larges. I think they'll fit you. That's great. I can wear these while I'm exercising. Look real fly in the gym. That's not, awesome. a, a night out, perhaps on the town. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Oh, uh, there's one more thing too. I, the Netflix password isn't working. Could you send it to me again? Oh. Uh, yeah. You want me to just uh, text it to that same number as yes, last just time? Send it over to me. Oh, okay, boss. You got it. Lots of product um, placement in this episode. So, was <laughs> that? Game Master, was that calling in a debt? Uh, giving him the Netflix password? <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking courtesy, Joe. <laughs> no, it, it, it was not. Rats. Do you think it should be? No. I mean, is this putting you out by giving him the Netflix? I don't know how many other people are using it or what. It could be. No, yeah, it could be the I'm sixth only allowed device. so many devices. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's got my little cousin watching shit. <laughs> I got all sorts of crazy people using it. Three ex-girlfriends. I hope you haven't given this password to too many others. I would hate to be cut off from it. Boss, I would, uh, I would never, I would never uh, put you in a position where you could be inconvenienced like that. Next. You know, and if there's if there's anything you need, you could always just ask me for it. I know. Oh, of course. That, that new piece you've added to your gun. Oh yeah, uh, you know it's a silencer. I thought, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm out here doing this work for you. I know that uh, discretion is. I know you like to be discreet. It's important to you. So uh, I, I got this. So yeah, so I could, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's some work equipment. It's good. Excellent, Curtis. So uh, he, he continues now. You've made it your way into Old City. He's turned on to, to Second Street. He points the the metal box that's back there. He like pulls over quickly, almost hits a biker who's riding on the shoulder. They yell at him. He, he doesn't care at all. Um, he didn't look. He didn't use a turn signal. Nothing. Um, he just whipped Despicable. over. Despicable. Um, to the curb. How malevolent. Quite malevolent. Um, could you do me a favor there, Curtis? Run inside this building and just drop that package off for me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, care of anyone in particular? Yes, it's Fifth Street LLC. Just drop it off inside. Okay. The girl, the girl at the desk will take care of you. Uh, you got it. I hop out with the box and I take it in there. So you pick up this metal box. It's got a little bit of weight to it. And he's pulled up in front of the, the building. It's a little like a office building. Or like a, one of those old city buildings. It's got a couple different like offices. Kind of like one of those rental work share spaces. Rent office type things. Doesn't seem like a, a big operation. You see a Fifth Street LLC listed on the board there. Go inside. And there's a, a receptionist at the desk attractive young lady sees you come in you're looking you're looking good not in mm-hmm. a sweatsuit or anything hi hi miss uh i got a, a package here from my employer i'm oh, sure and who, who is your employer well this is for y'all i think uh i think it'll end up in the right place so here you go all right well thanks i'll make sure it, it gets to the right person Mm-hmm. i head out all right you do you step back outside the Uber is gone. Ah, shit. Okay. Uh, but it's still a... It's a hot day. So it's Saturday. People are out brunching, doing their thing. It's not hard for you. Certainly make your way home. Do whatever. Um, despite the heat, you know, you're uh, you're out um, and enjoying yourself. Anything else you want to do while you're uh, walking around? No. Okay. No, I'm just chilling. Having one of my days. Your, uh, your sweatsuits are hanging on a mailbox. Oh, yeah, of course. I grabbed those. Yeah. 
Um, one of them is like a nice full Philadelphia Eagles sweatsuit. Um, and they're, they're, they're dry cleaned and pressed real nice. That's, that's great. Go home and hang these up in my closet. Yeah. You could write that down as like some equipment. Now you've got three fly sweatsuits now. Are they actually, I mean, it sounds like they're not fly though. They're not like cool sweatsuits. They just happen to have been washed recently. <laughs> that, right? That's probably true. <laughs> I'm um, inspecting them. There's like some stains on them um, that looks like just didn't come out. What are you doing over there? Hacking the Gibson, Joe? I'm just typing. Give me a break. Uh, Carl. Ran sex. God. <laughs> <laughs> What's the third one? Oh, my God. Uh, a love? Love. I think it's love, sex, and God. All right. All right. Oh you should love. listen to our podcast. <laughs> Uh, Carl and Randy, uh, you guys are still licking each other or really licky licking and being licked over, uh, in Port Richmond, but eventually you drift off the, to sleep. You've got a spare room for Randy. I assume uh-huh. he can. I don't know. Well, you tell me I can go in the room. Last time you let me sleep at the foot of your bed. <laughs> yeah. I let him, I let him sleep in the room with me. All right. Yeah, he curls he's up. He's kind of curling up. Sure. Bit. Yeah. It's too much room in the other one. Yeah. So you're not used to having a, uh big dog man curled up. You're even less used to having a normal human man <laughs> curled up um, at the foot of your bed, which is there uh, when you wake up in the morning. Nate. You guys are having breakfast. Um, you just had a, a minor wound, so you're feeling better, Carl. Um, especially if you take it easy for the rest of the day, you should be fully uh, recovered from this. It just kind of grazed you. You'll want to keep it bandaged, but uh, you'll back up to, to full boxes. That's okay. the dog spit. It's like Neosporin. <laughs> Well, I thank you so much, sir. You got some clothes I can actually wear? I mean, it's getting a little bit drafty over here. Yeah, I got uh, I got some Eagles uh, Zubas. I give them. Wait, and what's like the size difference between us? Uh, I mean, Carl's a pretty big dude. He's kind of like looking like a like an old Marine, you know? Like he's older. He's in his fifties, and he's a he's a he's a first Iraq War vet. So like he's he's not young, right? So he's a, he's he's a thick boy, but aren't you like enormously fat? Yeah, no, I'm just overweight, but I've got big tits. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, a normal shirt should work with your big tits. Yeah, work. Yeah, this this worked out really good. Thanks. Yeah, I gave I gave him some Eagle Zubas, and then I gave him a novelty T-shirt that has like a uh, like three trees on it, and one of them is chopped down and says, "Who cut one?" <laughs> How do <laughs> I, I look? I clap in delight. <laughs> yeah, I feel pretty good. This will do me well until tonight. Well, you know, I got to go get my truck. You want to come with or you want to go check on your little boys? Uh, I should probably head back home. Uh, I got to feed you know, feed, the, feed the dogs, you know what I mean? <laughs> so as you guys are uh, having this conversation, you're admiring Randy's new look, Carl. And you all uh, look out the window and you see uh, a car has pulled up in front of the butcher shop um, and a man is getting out of it. He's uh, kind of about your age, a little heavier than you, gray hair, cut short. Um, he's got a box, of, a box of donuts and two coffees and a little tray and he's walking towards your, uh, your front door. A moment later, you hear a knock at the door. Looks like I got a customer. Uh, yeah, I go downstairs and uh, I yell, we're closed. Do I, do I recognize this man? Um, 
Why don't you put a face to a name? Uh, okay, what am I rolling? With that? Roll uh, mortality. Mortality. So I have a one in that. Okay. I rolled a six. So on a miss, you don't know them or you owe them. You owe them. Oof. You do. Okay. You recognize him. He's getting out of the car. Uh, out of the car. Okay. He's a cop. Oh boy. His his name is Richard Tickler. And uh, Rick, Rick, Ricky Tickler. All right. Dick Tickler. Yeah, I didn't want to go there. Richard Tickler. Um, he is part of. Uh, he's a member of the Philadelphia Police Department, but he deals with things that you're interested in. Okay. It's kind of a hush hush division of the place. Um, and he's the. He's been a source for you over the years. He knows what you do, and sometimes there's stuff that he can't get at. Best if other people do it. Um, so you do owe him a debt. Uh, is he mortality? He is. Okay. Um, he's knocking at your door. What's your last name again? Uh, Hornblund. Hornblund. Uh, I, I know you're in there, man. Why don't you? I gotta come. I gotta talk to you. Yeah, I uh... don't leave me standing here like a fucking jerk off. Answer the door. Yeah, I uh, I move the sign, the closed sign to the sign, and I see him, and I uh, you know undo the dead bolts and open it up. All right, so he's standing on the steps. Come on in. Yeah, I got you a uh, fucking coffee, huh? Oh, <laughs> I take it. And I got this box out. of donuts. Are you? Oh. Uh, so you're coming down. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm walking down with him, and like like ships in the night passing in the doorway. So you uh, slide past him. He kind of. Your old, uh, uh, shoulders kind of rub a little bit. Um, he gives you, like, the once-over. Then he looks back at you, Carl. Hey, you fucking getting lucky last night or what? Last he night was me. fucking incredible, buddy. Let's <laughs> do it again sometime, eh? I just point to him and nod my head vigorously. <laughs> uh, you know, he licked... I got a little, uh, a little boo-boo. He licked it clean yeah, for I me. Yeah, I bet he did. And the fucking titties on that guy, huh? Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know. How yeah, can I, I help I you? I bet you do know. Yeah. So, uh, what, what went on last night, Carl? We found your truck. Well, we found your truck. Oh, you found my no, truck? Listen. Well, you know. No, listen. I find a truck, and I see some fucking vamp. He's got his face beat in with a stick, and I think that that's okay. And then he's a fucking Mexican, and I'm like, two for one. No fucking problems here, huh? But then, <laughs> but then you know, what happened on the stairwell? What's going on? What's going on here? Well, that wasn't me, officer. Carl. That was some sort of dog beast. I don't know who that was. I don't want you to fucking lie to me. There was camera footage. You were coming down 13th Street. You were in, It was your truck. You were in the back of it. There was some kind of dog beast with you. What, what, what the fuck's going on here? Okay, you want to know the truth? And we got your fucking car. It's in the impound lot. You just fucking okay. left it there like a fucking rookie. Okay. Okay, so... Yeah, there's this boy there, Nino. Another Mexican boy. And, uh, you know, we got some word that he's dealing some, uh, some bad stuff out there. Some, some hair on. And, uh, you know how I feel about vampires. I know how you feel about vampires. I especially know how you feel about them Mexican vampires. You know, there used to be all these good fucking Italian vampires around here. Now they can't even find work. <laughs> oh! <laughs> they're taking all, they're taking all the good heroin jobs. Uh, so me and, uh, Monster Tits over there did a little work. You know, maybe you can help me out here. Yeah, who who else are you with? I want, I need to know the names of everyone with you were with. 
He's cashing in a debt for this information. Okay. Um, so you could answer his question. He wants to know who you're with. You could refuse to honor the debt, or you could honor it by trying to like use the mislead, distract, or trick roll, which you would, you know, if he caught you lying, like you could try to pass it off, you know, and, and lie to him. I'm going to try to weasel out of this. Um, so you can refuse to honor the debt? I'm going to refuse right. to honor So uh, why don't you fucking tell me, tell me who you're with. There was three. It was you, that fucking dog boy, and uh, what else is going on? And what happened to these fucking girls on the steps? Who are you with? So, you know, there's a guy. We don't know who he was. He came. He hired us. You know, he's asking questions. Like, you know, do you know anything about this heroin? You know, there's something about a master. So if you want, if you're refusing to honor it, you should be like, I can't tell you. Because what okay. you're doing is misleading or tricking him by lying. Uh, Yeah, because I'm trying to weasel out of it. And I guess I roll, right, for this? Um, Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're trying to honor the debt, but with a lie. So that would be mislead, distract, or trick. Where you're going to be rolling with mind. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Don't fail me now. Uh, I have it, my dice have failed me now. <laughs> I rolled a uh, I rolled a four. Yeah, you see, you see that story just don't hold up. Why is that? Because I know I know you, Carl. I know how this Ooh. fucking game works. You don't just let some guy you don't know drive your truck. You don't just fucking take these jobs without knowing anything. So why don't you fucking tell me who you were with and what happened to those fucking girls? I guess. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like your your car is just gonna stay with us then. Okay, okay, okay. Now I'm kind of compelled to tell him now, right? I mean, he's certainly not happy with you. He knew you were. He knew you were lying. Yeah, I'll play it that way. Okay. All I know is his name was Kurt. He for sure worked with a demon. You spell that with a C or a K? I don't know anything about him. I don't even know where he lives or his last name. Okay. Honest to God, now. Honest to God, now. Uh, he. He asked us to, do, you know, help him around. Uh, you know, he for, he was hard on. He had a hard on to hit this vampire about these heroin. No, so you got fucking guys sleeping over. You're hanging out with dudes with hard ons. I don't even know who I am anymore, Dick, the oh, detective Dicky. I don't even know who I am anymore. But you know, there is a wolf man, crazy ass wolf man. He, you know how they get. They got that blood, and he they just attacked them women. He just. Tore them apart. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're being honest with me, Carl. Okay. So, you, uh, why don't you describe this Carl to me, or this uh, Kurt to me? What did he look like? Uh, he had nice clothes on. Like we talking like sweatsuit, nice or uh, not? Not quite as much. <laughs> I mean, it it wasn't a fly sweatsuit, okay. but he had a you know he had like a nice suit on. He had gaiters. All right. He's writing the, the, this down on like a. A little notebook. He then uh, sticks it in his pocket. You know, we got out there in a flying motorcycle. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I guess that's why you left your fucking car, huh? It was hot, baby. It is fucking hot out here, huh? He's got like sweat, sweat uh, stains <laughs> in, the, in his it, armpits. I, I imagine he's like uh, fucking Dennis Franz, where he wears a tie but a short sleeve shirt. Yeah, he's got that. That was like the goddamn part. He's actually got a tie and a sleeveless shirt. Um, oh, like, like, oh, he's like Larry the Cable Guy. In frustration, yeah. he just ripped the sleeves off of his shirt <laughs> at some point yeah. earlier in the morning. Um, all right, so uh, your your debt with him then is settled. 
Uh, you gave okay. him the information he wanted. Um, you know, uh, we've always, we've always had a good a good relationship, Carl. There's no reason for it to go sour with you. And there's a lot of guys on the force. They respect you. They think you're doing some good things. But you just got to be a little, got to not be so fucking sloppy. You need your fucking car back? Because I can do that for you. I need it back. My only way to get around. All right, let me talk to the guys down at the impound lot in South Philly, that fucking hellhole, and uh, I'll see if they can bring it by. It truly is. This is Jeff talking. <laughs> this is the worst place on the planet. Yeah, it is an absolute nightmare. This is, fr- is, is Fran talking. It is a nightmare. <laughs> You're talking about the actual impound lot? Yeah, the yeah. one at like Wekako and wherever the fuck that shit is. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, these two dogs. All right, that's going to get you another debt with him. He's doing you a favor. Alright. You know, yeah, I'm, what am I gonna I'm do? I'm sticking my fucking neck out here. Okay. Okay. I'll uh, I'll go by there today and pick it up. I owe you one. Yeah, you do. Alright, well uh I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the boys know about this this Kurt figure. Hey uh hey Detective Dickey, you uh you know anything about Lyndon Storm getting knocked off there the other day? I know that fucking went down, they found him in that dumpster. You know, uh, I had a little bit of respect for that fucking guy. He kept some control over this thing. Now they're all like fucking animals out there. Look at this. We got wolfmen tearing girls apart. And even you, Carl, I thought you were a good guy. And you're getting mixed up in this shit. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. If I ain't got any leads, if that's what you're asking, I'll tell you what. I don't want them either. Why not? That ain't, my, that ain't my beat. It's a little above my pay grade. Wizards and shit? Nah. Okay. Okay. Well, you take care. Can I get you some uh, some 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 road sausage here? Yeah, let me get a pound of that brajol. <laughs> I just you know just hang it up and like the <laughs> like the legs that it slashed. But here you go, it's on me. He uh, leaves the donuts with you. Oh, yeah, you stay you stay cool. I'll do my best. All right, take it easy, Carl. All right, he, he leaves. Um, steps back outside. He's kind of been in the, the doorway this whole time. Gets back into his little unmarked sedan um, and speeds away. Uh, Randy, word of, uh, what have you been doing? You uh, pass this guy in the doorway, and now you're on the other side of town, man. Yeah, yeah. I uh, kept walking. I got to the bus. Uh, was it 47 we decided on? That we decided on. I, I took that. the 47 or the 57. Yeah. Either one of them will do it. Yeah, I take the 47, you know. Classic, you got your bin, your bindle duff, duffel bag with you? Um, do I even have my duffel bag with me? I assume not. I think it's just uh, stashed somewhere. Yeah, I think it's back at back at back at the old ranch is what I call my vacant lot that I sleep on. Um, yeah, and so I'm you heading popped back. on the bus. You've got some new duds. You got some zoo bass. <laughs> um, <laughs> You guys know that uh, one of the uh, Road Warrior, uh, one of the guys from Legion of Doom, the wrestling tag team, um, I believe Animal, he owns that company. He started Zubaz. God bless. Yeah. <laughs> he truly is an American hero. That's 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 red-blooded American. I think he got the, right uh, one of those Presidential Medals of Freedom for that. Oh, that's great. The big White House ceremony and everything. Just like Tiger Woods. Just like Tiger Woods. Um, all right. So, Randy, you take the bus back down to South Philly. It's uh, like late morning. Probably like you guys were a little slow getting started. It's about 11, 
a.m. or so by the time you make it back to uh, to Whitman, back to your spot right around 5th and Wolf. You've got Mifflin Square Park there, um, one of your hunting grounds. A um, bunch of Cambodians hanging out on the uh, west side of it now. A bunch of young black kids playing at the basketball, uh, basketball courts. I'm um, about a half a block away. Is your, uh, what was your home? Maybe still is. You've got the, uh, the vacant lot that's been dug out. Um, you notice there's some fencing in front of it now, too, and there's uh, some signs posted on it as well. Uh, yeah, I just I just walk over. Uh, it's pretty much like every morning it's sort of reset up like that. And I, I just like kick the fence down and drag it out into the street. The signs look new. And this, the fencing has not been there when it was just vacant. It's just since like this development has started. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just, you know, make an opening for myself because I'm still sleeping in there and everything. I read the signs. What do the signs say? Sure. They're like, it's like a permit to, to build. Um, that's been approved. It's like a zoning notice. It's got, you know, that the permit was issued by LNI. It's got the name of the builder, which is Fifth Street LLC. And it's got like some construction dates on it. Okay. I ripped that down and chuckled to myself. <laughs> Try to build without this fucking thing. Am I right? I look around. I'm the only one there. Um, yeah, there's some na- some neighborhood kids that you're you're familiar with um, in the area, but yeah, it's not it's not real busy, and you're able to quickly kind of get back to a little shadowy spot. Helps with a little bit um, from the sun, but you're you're sweating. You got some boob sweat building up. Um, been there, been there. Nuggy, Yabbers! <laughs> Two little like they're really struggling in the heat. Uh, little Frenchies don't do very well when it comes to activities like breathing anyway. Um, <laughs> they look pretty filthy. Happy though, man. Really, really, real happy um, to see you. And they come running up, jumping up and down on you. Who humps you? You hump them, they hump you. How does this work? We don't hump. They're fixed. And okay. uh, yeah. Uh, they still hump. I mean, yeah. Well, they're, they're, very, they're very restrained. It's like they're, they're more hump, in, you know? they're, into, they're into sniffing. And, um, you know. All right, they hump. I have them. I got them a big tennis ball that they just go to town. It's like one of those really big ones that are like basketball. <laughs> it's like the perfect curvature of their body. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, <laughs> the, they love it. Roll back and forth on it. Um, and I open up my duffel bag and take out four cans of Fancy Feast. Um, and I pop. I pop each of them open. They're real small. That's why I give two of them each to, to them. And I yes, I know it's cat food. But, you know what I'm saying? Is the reason why you're giving them cat food? <laughs> because they deserve fancy feast. I mean, it's the fanciest yeah. food you could possibly eat. Good point. There you go, guys. Wow. Little bottle of water all crinkled up that I poured into the into one of the empty cans as they munch it down. Ah, sure. It's good so, to uh, be home. You set up a little feast for them. You're kind of in this foundation that's been dug out. It's kind of like standard depth for one of these constructions going down about, I don't know, 12 14 feet or so. So you're sitting down there. You've helped uh, your little dogs get down there. And you notice a strange sight there, kind of hidden under a thin layer of the excavated dirt. You see what appears to be like a set of like Bilko doors, like those doors that are like those sidewalk doors that you see a lot um, in the city that lead to a basement or something. That's what you call those. You see a set of them strangely at the bottom of this dugout foundation. Hmm. Doesn't seem right at all. Uh, is there a lock on it or anything? 
you go over to it, um, and they're wooden. Typically, these things would be metal. They're wooden, banded with some metal, though, um, and in the handles. You don't see um, a lock. Okay. Um, I put my ear up to it. Here, if there's anything going on in there. You listen. Pretty quiet. Okay. Uh, I cautiously open up one side. All right. You pull open the right side, letting some sunlight in. Um, and you are hit with like a draft of like cool basement air. It's actually a bit refreshing, except for the fact that it fucking reeks of cat piss. Uh, like, but I still hold my tits up to cool them off underneath. Yeah, and it feels good. It does feel good. There is just like a wave of like that real nasty ammonia dense cat piss um, coming out of this thing. And now with the light shining in, you can see there's a set of like wooden steps descending into what looks to be a basement. And you can see some of it from where you are, um, cement floor, um, and there's like a bunch, probably a half dozen or so, just like overflowing litter boxes in there. Wait, can I, can I see to the end of it? Or You can't. You can only, you're guessing you can probably only see about half of what's down there. Okay, cautiously, I start to descend, keeping an eye out down there. there is, so it's, it's dark. There's no real light. All right, I, I bust out my... Half of the area is uh, is illuminated from the, the sunlight that's shining in. And it's carrying over. Like Some of the light is spilling to the back of the room. You don't have great uh, vision down there. Um, I assume you probably have decent dark vision being a werewolf, though. Yeah, I guess so. I always figured, like, you're just a man until you're a wolf, you know? And, like... Okay. Right, then you have no carryover. I take it back. Yeah. You're just a man. But your eyes do adjust. Um, you've got hand over your nose, um, and there's litter kind of tracked all over this place, overflowing big clumps of urine in the boxes, long, little, like, clumpy, segmented uh, cat turds spilled all over the place. Um, And then in the back wall of this basement, there is a wooden door. Jesus. So all of this just appeared overnight. Well, I mean, you had never really seen this foundation dug out. Oh, right. This was just an empty lot to you, and now it's been dug out. So there's a whole portion of this area that's just been underground. Um, You're assuming this was here the whole time, but who knows? Maybe not. Yeah. Um, I can I continue on. I, I look back up the steps to see if uh, if uh, Nug and Yeb have. They're uh, like peer, peering over, um, and they're kind of like disgusted by the smell, but showing some concern for you down there. It'll be fine, guys. If it's just cats, uh, you know what we do to cats around here. So I got, I got. Go back to your fancy feast. Uh, and I turn around and I walk back over to the door. So you get up to the door, um, and it looks like the kind of like weird little wooden door. You know, sometimes a, a South Philly basement's got like that little room in the back, a gondine, they call them. At least in North Jersey, we call those a gondine. Mm. And it's got like a little wooden door in the back with like an old kind of rusted. Uh, doorknob on it, and then etched on the door in gold ink. It was like a circle, kind of like a seal. And in the middle of that seal is a looks like a roaring cat or something like that. Hmm. I guess I open it. Why don't you use one of the basic moves? You think anything here would maybe help you out? Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess, I mean, I'm trying to figure out what that fucking thing would be. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to investigate this place's power, perhaps. Yeah, it's why don't you powerfully do it? stinky. 
Yeah. Um, so why don't you roll wild? Did you hear what I just did? You rolled actual rolled, dice. I rolled actual dice. I'm proud of you, real Kurt. That's the superior Kurt. Uh, you said wild. I did. I prefer meat Kurt. Oh, yes. Yes. I got a, um, what is that, a six? A six. Yeah, you have, you have no idea, um, what this is. Perhaps someone you are uh, an associate with would know more about this. Maybe you have a debt that could shed some light on it. Maybe there's some kind of reason for the three of you guys to be together. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> um... Seal does seem does seem otherworldly, so I could figure out how to get in touch with Kurt. Maybe he knows something about this. Maybe Tensor might know something about this too. But we should probably work together as a team. So I bust out my shitty Nokia cell phone and call Carl to try to get Kurt's number. <laughs> Carl, you have a special ring when you get a call from uh, Randy. Yeah, it's um, it's a meat a meatloaf song. <laughs> no, it's just like a, who let the dogs out? <laughs> uh, just starts blaring out of my phone. Oh, hey, hey, what's up? What's up, man? What's going on? Oh, hey, um, so I found a weird thing in in my house. Well, in my lot that I sleep in, uh, and I was wondering if I could get. Kurt's number on it. Well, what is it? Uh, I don't know his number. That's why I'm calling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, what'd you find, stupid? Oh, sorry. Uh, so there are these, uh, there are these like storm doors in the basement. Uh, they're wooden. Of this, so they're building. They're trying to build this foundation in my house. It's fucking stupid. I mean, it's it's my house. It's just like what? It's a long story. Anyway, so they're dig- digging this hole, and I found this old. Uh, these old Bilco doors that opened up into, like, a little basement filled with litter boxes that smelled really bad. And then a door at the end of there, also made out of wood, with a gold golden seal with, like, a roaring cat face. And my dumbass, I was gonna open it. But then I realized I probably should, um, try to figure out what that means. Can I roll to see if I know what this might be? Um... Yeah, he gave you a pretty good description of it. Uh, why don't you roll uh, wild? And you guys should both check wild if you haven't already done so. Uh, yeah, I did it. That's a fact. Oh shit! I just, I just rolled an eleven. Carl, you're pretty sure, based on the his description of it and what it is, that this is a access to kind of what's known as like the underground. Oh, they're old like fairy tunnels, troll tunnels. Things like that. Things that have kind of like, they never existed until man was around. But then when they did, they seemed like they'd been here for a long time. There's a series of them around the city. And they're all marked with like an astrological sign. Um, which relates to like a guardian in the area. And But they are a way to move all around the city as far as you know. Um, so you've heard of these. I don't think you've ever been in one of them. But it's something that you've come across the idea. And what he's describing sounds a lot like one of them. And then, would you, would you roll something real good? I rolled an 11. So you can also uh, ask me one question about the schemes and politics of it. Or, you know, whatever. Ask me one question about it. Uh, do I know what the Guardian is? 
Um, well, based on the description he gave you, this is the Leo dwarf. Okay. Um, so it's probably some kind of fucking giant cat or something. My guess is, I was guessing it was some sort of were cat from the, uh, from the, uh, um, based on your knowledge of factions and all, a were thing would probably be night. And this is, okay. this is wild. This is probably like a straight up monster. Doesn't necessarily mean it's evil or hostile, but it's, it's from another place. Well, I could tell you what you found there. I don't even need to, you, I could tell you what you found. You know, you found a door to the underground, magical underground. Oh, I've heard of that. Oh, shit. I, so you know, I've never seen one before. Is the Leo Dwarf. There's probably some sort of horrible cat monstrosity mm. guarding it. I thought it would just be a bunch of cats on the other side that all come piling out. But you're probably <laughs> right. It you does know. seem a little bit more serious. So, you know, you can get around the city this way. Uh, you know, there's going to be fairies and trolls and weird shit like that. Maybe some orcs, whatever. You gotta be careful with this here. I don't know, you know, them wild boys don't necessarily like your type. What? Oh. I mean, I feel kind of wild. Why would they like me? Oh, shit. I thought you were a knight, no? What? Wait, what the fuck am I? No. You're, you are a knight. I am a knight, right, yeah. You're M. Knight Shyamalan. Oh, yes, yeah, right. Very Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, so it's like it's like a wild club only then. Oh, I don't know, but you know these are rare and quite magical. All right, well, I I guess I won't fuck with it, but it's good that it's like here. I guess it smells really bad. Is there anything I could do about the spell? I can tell you who might be interested in this, though. I think your in- instincts might have been right on this. I think you got to give old uh, Kurt a call on this one. Oh, he cool. Might know what to do? Cool. Yeah, I thought I, I thought I dodged that bullet, but it seems like I'm gonna actually have to call him. Okay, that's fine. Uh, what's his real number? <laughs> six six six. <laughs> wait, wait, six. I got it. I got it. Hang on. Fuck you, dude. Just, uh, Don't you fucking dox me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have given out your number on this. Podcast. I know. Now that's my real. You have. It's, it's, you it's five oh five. It's five oh five six eight and six. That's my real number. <laughs> it's five oh five six Satan six. If Christian and Kirill want to call that, they can go ahead and give that a ring <laughs> any time, night or day. I, I will pick it up. I'm very good at picking up calls from numbers that I just don't know. Um, well, that's really that's great. It'll be easy to remember. I don't know why, but it's easy to remember. Um, probably because there's a word in it. Okay, I'll give him a call. I'll see. I'll see. Uh, Let's see you guys hang up. Randy, you're in this like nasty, urine filled, uh, snake ass basement. It has all crime and nastiness. It's zero. It's clear it's flooded over the years.
Okay, guys, we'll, uh, I'm gonna break it Especially when jamming, jamming, whatever. Is I like to see players really roleplay, getting to their characters. As you're talking to the idea that you start a campaign and you never feel a character is kind of silly. Um, I think you many of the best characters your, I've seen over the years uh, grow into the and, uh, character. The lot next door, the kernel of what they're trying to be, and all and that kind of excavated frequently dirt that takes it in different directions. Um, and so what I'm saying like is I like character development a lot. And I think that's what Urban Shadows does really sunlight. well. The game um, and so many there. of the moves it's are just really set up to dig deeper into a player's life. Really, into a character's life. I guess it's really not getting too bad at different types of But really dig into a character's life. Can you believe they fucking got me? Put them in turmoil, test friendships. And this game does that really well. And in this episode, I think we saw that because it was essentially like three 20-minute spotlights. Um, we saw Kurt get his time working with his patron. Then Carl did his thing, got a visit from the cop. And then we get to see Randy kind of kick it on his uh, turf. And that's what Urban Shadows does well. It really sets up the players to explore who they are and figure out their, their place in this world, what they're trying to make happen. So I think that that's really cool. Um, in particular with the werewolf, he's got moves related to what goes on with this turf and how he's supposed to explore them. So it's not even something you can ignore. It comes at you and it puts itself in the forefront, which is fun. However, the downside of that is to me, this episode was essentially three 20 minute episodes with um, you know some crossover and characters. And that's weird. When I'm running a game, it's odd to not have someone talk for a long time. And that does happen sometimes. But in Urban Shadows, it seems like it's going to be a more natural flow of the game. That's just what it's meant to be. This isn't a game where people got together and like, let's go run through a dungeon because there's treasure we all want to get. This game is about personal agendas and it's about staying alive. And so... Those things don't necessarily lend themselves to a group dynamic. So I'm curious how that's going to play out. So what I'm trying to do here is not so much pit them against each other as much as I am intertwining their lives in maybe ways they're not entirely aware of. So in this episode, when uh, Carl was meeting with the cop, he wound up giving an accurate description of Kurt. So he may have put Kurt in danger. We'll see how that comes back to haunt him. And then there's also the thing where Kurt delivered that package to this uh, 5th Street LLC, who then popped up on the signage outside of the abandoned lot that Randy is living in. So we'll see how all of that works, how that develops, trying to kind of make their lives um, touch on each other a little bit more and not just like, hey, let's get together and do this job. So we'll see. It's tricky. I'm excited about it. I'm curious as to where it's going to go and how they're going to react to it and how they're going to, you know, play it out. If there's going to be some real turmoil, if things are going to rise up or if they find, a, you know, a common cause that does unite them. But it's tricky. It is definitely not your typical role playing game dynamic where players may have differences or you just kind of take turn in the spotlight. Here it's just wed into the game that everyone's got their own thing to do. And I think it's cool. And I am excited to see where it goes. So I uh, hope you are too. And we'll all see you together. Dun, dun, dun.